Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. On today's show, we're talking about how to cultivate quality time between you and your spouse. And there's a quote from Dave Willis that says, time is the currency of relationships. If you want to invest in your relationships, start by investing your time. Mm -hmm. That's what today's show is going to be all about as we talk about quality time. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And really, a hug is an opportunity to give you guys like a virtual high five. It's an opportunity for us to say, you know what? Great job looking at that area of your marriage. Let's celebrate the success that you're having. And this hug came from a Facebook direct message that starts with, Oh my Lanta, I love everything about your book called to love. I truly thought we were at our breaking point. You reminded me of the simple task our pastor had counseled us on as Christ followers. Christ has instructed us to love our spouse as we love him. That's it. Nothing more. When we love our spouses, we love Christ, putting them first as we put him first, then all the details work themselves out. Not without trials, but they do work out. Marriage is exactly designed to be the representation of God's love for us. Thank you for reminding me of that counsel and restoring hope in our marriage. Mm. It's the little things. Yeah. It's the little thing. I love that that book and, you know, Call to Love just was that prompting. Yeah for for this listener for this reader and um we'll make sure to put a link to call to love into the show notes so for Mm -hmm. those of you that haven't picked up that book yet you can come back to the show notes and get that but you know what i loved about what she said there was that it was just this this soft reminder right of the little things Mm -hmm. And, and i think you know sometimes sometimes we have to actually take a step back and remember that it's it's the little things that we do in our life in our marriage that often create the biggest changes yeah. Right. It's not, it's not, you know, this like epic skywriting event. It's, it's the love note, right? It, it's the little things that you do and that you do consistently. I mean, in all honesty, it's why thousands upon thousands of you tune into the show every week, right? For some of you, this is your little thing. Mm-hmm. You, you listen to the show and then from the show you take action and that action changes things. It, every, every week is a reminder about the little things that you can do that will make a big difference. And, and, you know, as we were preparing for this week's show and we started talking about, okay, what are we going to talk about? We were, we were talking about, you know, again, what are those little things? What do we need to do in our own marriage? And and we started talking about quality time Mm -hmm. again. Right. And, and it was funny because I actually was like, well, how long has that phrase? Like, I, I, I actually remember thinking in my head, I'm like, it feels like the phrase quality time has been around forever. Right. It's something that is often talked about within the marriage circles or your, your well, friends. Well, especially parenting. And parenting, yeah. What's that quality time you're spending with your spouse? I, I know Elise and I have shared many a times over the years, you know, it, it's not just that time. Like, it's not a 
infinite amount of time. It's what are you doing in that moment, in that 15 minutes? You know, we've, we've often said in the past, hey, it's not eight hours of work for eight hours of quality time in your marriage, but what are those, what are those quality, what is that quality time you are doing in your marriage? Absolutely. So little fun fact out there, because I actually did a little research on this phrase, quality time. The earliest known use of this phrase was in the Annapolis, Maryland newspaper called The Capitalist in 1973, which was referencing how a woman was spending time in regards to the tasks that she had to do. So in all honesty, when I feel like it's been around forever, I was not born until 1974. So clearly this phrase has been around my entire life. And I celebrated my birthday last week. Yes. So because I was born in 1973. So it really for us, it's been around forever. And it wasn't added um, to the Oxford English Dictionary until 2001. So it is actually a it's a word in the dictionary. It's a new. It's a newer term when you think about it. It's only twenty years old that's been added to the dictionary. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I found that quote that originally talked about it, and it was it was talking about like the household chores and rearing the kids and things like that. And I think you know so often it is used in reference to to your kids, right? For those of you that have children, but we don't talk about your kids so much here at One Extraordinary Marriage, right? We're talking about what quality time looks like in regard to your spouse, in regard to your marriage. And, and you know, I'll be honest, you know, we can get tripped up just only thinking about it in regards to the kids. Or, you know, if you work, it's easy to think about what's the quality time that you're giving to your job or to your employer, right? Like I, I've mm-hmm. got to give the best of myself because I've got a presentation or this person's depending on me or all of these types of things. And, and we can forget to ask ourselves the question, and collectively, I'm, I'm raising my hand and I'm, I'm nodding along with you guys. What about the quality time between husband and wife? What about the quality time between the two of us? Do we, do we give it lip service and just say, yeah, you know what? We spend time together, right? Sitting on opposite ends of the couch on our phones. Is that what we're calling quality time these days? Mm. And I'm going to call some of you out because some of you just unknowingly nodded your head because you're like, uh, that might be us. And, and, and there's no judgment here. Tony and I have been there ourselves. You've heard us talk about it on this show where there are times when we're like, yeah, we spent hours together on the couch watching movies, not really doing a whole lot of anything else. Yeah. And, and there are so many times over the years, our 24 years of marriage, where we would fall into these ruts mm-hmm. in, in all honesty. I mean, we, we can look back and I'm sure if we were to just timeline our marriage, mm. we could probably look back and go, you know what? There was this period of time where, you know, we were just running around doing this and that and there wasn't much quality time or if any quality time that we were really having that was bringing us closer together, that was allowing us to engage one another in activities or or some way other than just sitting on the couch, watching TV, or doing the normal day-to-day stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying that that's bad. We have to do those things. And yet I know, having looked back and seen it even, even recently, Alex just graduated, our oldest graduated recently, You know, and there's busyness that happens. And yet when Elise and I will just take 15 minutes and just get some quality time, just her and I, lay everything aside and just her and I, it's amazing what can happen for that connection between the two of us. Totally. And, you know, I think it's important that we define what quality time is partly because I just love definitions, but partly because this is one of those phrases that I think can really trip a lot of people up because in, and I'm just going to put it out there. The two of you might need to have a conversation this week on how you each define quality time. 
mm-hmm. because you might be operating out of different definitions and that might be tripping the two of you up. True. But for the purposes of the show today, you know, quality time is defined as time spent in giving another person one's undivided attention in order to strengthen a relationship. So there's three key components to that. It's the time spent. Mm-hmm. It's undivided attention, which seriously just probably put like 99% of us in an uh-oh mode and with the purpose of strengthening the relationship, mm-hmm. not just because I'm checking a box, not just because, you know, somebody said I had to, but, but purposeful time spent together. I, I think this is really, this is really good because I, as I was saying earlier, was just talking about, it, it's not a, you know, I'm, I'm doing eight hours of work, so I need to do eight hours of like time in my marriage. But this this definition is really good because it does break down what it means for us as married couples to have quality time with one another. And one thing I do know, and I've seen it for so many of us, is that once we understand what we're what we're going after, mm-hmm. the expectation has been set. We can shift our mind. Mm-hmm. Our mindset shifts, changes, which is uh, which allows us not to look at our marriage from a place of like, uh, it's not working again, and blah blah blah. We're, we're down on ourselves, but we can go like, no, we understand this now. So how do we make it extraordinary? Right. Because if you get the concept that, and this is why I want the two of you to define it or to take this definition this week, because if you understand that it's time that's being spent or invested, I don't care which word you use, with undivided attention to strengthen the relationship, like you're going after this time. Again, this is why it can be 15 minutes if you're giving undivided attention to strengthen the relationship, mm-hmm. right? It, because sometimes we'll spend, and guilty as you know, charge, sometimes Tony and I can spend all day in each other's presence like eight hours, right? And I'll tell you, we probably had about three minutes of quality time in there. Mm-hmm. But when we say, you know what, we're going to dedicate, you know, we're going to sit down, we're going to play a game, we're going to put the phones away, whatever. It may only be 15 minutes, but that 15 minutes can outshine eight hours. Yeah, there's a recharge that happens in that time. It, it, it There's there's just a, a different step after that. It, it's just going, ah, oh, we just got some, we just got that time together in undivided attention of one another. And I think that's where for, for myself, if I look at this personally, it's the undivided attention that would for me be the winner in this. I just want you to see me, Elisa. And that could be for five, 10 minutes. I just want you to see me because that undivided attention, I know her attention is, is in many places. It's on, um, herself, the kids, the business, one extraordinary marriage. It's on volunteering at our church. It's on her friends. It's on parents. It's on the school. It's on many areas and same with mine. But when I get her undivided attention, that to me Mm -hmm. is that quality time. And I get that little spring in my step. Mm. And you know, for a lot of you, clearly there's an emotional intimacy component to this. But when you're really getting into this time, like we're really, a lot of this is talking about the recreational intimacy. And, you know, part of the catalyst for the show was that we had a series of conversations with a lot of different couples where this idea of quality time literally just kept popping up like a billboard, Mm -hmm. right? You know, we have friends who they love sailing together. There are a couple that works together and they love sailing. 
and, and the husband was just telling us about how when they when they get on the boat, they may still be working on the boat because if they can get you know Wi-Fi bouncing around, you know cell t- signals, blah blah blah, they can still work on the boat. But there's something for the two of them about being literally away from everything else on the water together, mm-hmm. right? It's that it's that connection. It's just us doing something that we love or we've got another couple um they were actually featured in uh, as the one extraordinary couple a little bit earlier this year Mm -hmm. in the position post and these two they love to salsa yep in fact when things are starting to go awry like they're not eat salsa but actually like the dance dancing like like holding each other and and you know romantic sexy dancing right they know that when things start to go awry in their relationship or they're just feeling disconnected it's time to turn on the dance music mm-hmm. and just reconnect in that physical and recreational intimacy there's another couple and, and these two i just love them they're a couple in intimacy you and for them their love of food is like none other. They love making it. They love experimenting with it. They love, you know, going out and trying new restaurants and they are literally building and transforming their marriage around these shared culinary experiences. Mm -hmm. Right. Because when you look at all of these things and, and yes, I'm talking about like random things, right? We're talking about sailing and we're talking about salsa dancing. We're talking about food and you may say, okay, Lisa, so, so people are, what's the point? The one thing they all have in common is the time and the undivided attention with the purpose of strengthening the relationship. Because I will tell you that you cannot sail, you cannot salsa, and you cannot saute unless you have undivided attention, mm-hmm. right? You can't do any of those things. And then the question becomes, well, how do the two of you figure out what you can do for quality time? How do you break out of the rut of doing the same thing or doing nothing all the time? So let's talk about that after this break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back and we're talking about how to build quality time into your marriage. And I just want you all to pause for a second because it doesn't matter if you've been married, you know, for two weeks or for, you know, 42 years. What you did at the beginning and, and how the two of you spent time and engaged in quality time at the beginning may not be the same thing that is going to, you know, light the sparks at this point in time. And, and I want to say two things to that. One is it's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And two, that just means that you're growing, changing human beings. And that's 100% normal. It also gives your spouse an opportunity to learn who you are now. Uh-huh. And that's super important because we, we have to get this conversation going again of like, what do you want to try? What gets you excited? Tony and I, <clears throat> we were recently with some friends, Memorial Day, and one of the wives looked at me and she goes, okay, Lisa, like if you, if money was no object and your kids would be close to you, where would you want to live? 
And you got to remember, our, one kid's getting ready to go to college. One kid has already told us like when they get to college, they're not living with it, you know, all this kind of stuff. And so she asked me the question and I literally, I froze and I was like, I, I don't know. But let me tell you, in the week since, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Like, oh, I could go. I would want to go here. I'd want to go there. But but these are conversations that Tony and I need to have. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like, what do we want to try? Where do we want to, you know, pick up and, and go move to when we don't have kids in our house? Because we can take the podcasting equipment and the computers everywhere. We've actually talked about doing this. Far, far away. Far, far away. <laughs> Somewhere on a sandy, somewhere on a sandy beach where it's eighty degrees and the water's seventy-eight. You know what? What makes the two of you laugh together? And this, I think, is really like when it comes to the quality time that the two of you are spending together. This is one that the two of you need to spend some time just thinking about. We live in a very, very serious world in a very, very serious time where people have stopped laughing. And I will say the podcast for us is where we laugh a lot. In all honesty, there's something that happens for Elisa and I where we do. We get to laugh. We get to we let we get to let go. Mm-hmm. And you know, some something I can share is you, you may have to do something more than once or twice to get to that place where the laughter comes out. Mm-hmm. And for some of you, that's not a problem. You're like, there's no problem at all. And for other of you are like, yeah, yeah. I get it. For some reason, behind these microphones for Elise and I, life comes alive for us. It's it's the 30 minutes that we get to just joke around and laugh and 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 do different things. And so for you guys, what is that? Mm-hmm. It's not to say that we don't laugh at other times or we, we're, we're so stoic, like it's only behind them. No, I'm not saying that. But for me, I just think, man, behind the microphones, what? what what happens here is, is, is just a special moment for her and I. And, and it might be like little simple things. Like, like we've got a friend who absolutely loves, okay, I can't pronounce this word. G-I-F. What is that? Gifts? A gif. Okay. I call it a gif. A gif, gif. You know what I'm talking about. It's the cute little pictures that you can send on your phone. Whatever. And they move. And they move and they're funny. So we have a friend that absolutely loves cats. And yes. so like when I need to pick me up, because Tony's also on this thread, I will just go find one of these funny cat gifts. We, we find her cat And, and I will send it because I know Tony's going to laugh. I know my girlfriend's going to laugh. Yeah. And it's all good because you have to find those things, right? And that may be literally about three seconds of time. But her, but her laugh is so infectious that when we'll see her, at church because we attend the same church. I mean, when we see her, she'll just come up and she'll just, she'll she just, just starts laughing laughing and, and, and it just gets us going. It's funny. And, and you can actually create quality time, like within your marriage and sharing it with other people. Like what are those things that, that have you lean into one another, mm-hmm. right. And, and rely on each other and try, like, what are those adventures? We have a, a, another couple who's been part of the one family for a really long time. These guys like motorcycle and, mm-hmm. and, uh, road bikes and like all, all this like <laughs> they, ATV. They, 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 it's like a they, whole different language yes, to me, right? Yeah, they, they both rode and will go on dirt. So they'll do trails. They'll do like long road trips, but they have a number of different motorcycles and they just love it. And it's so cool because the wife is always like, we're going out on this track or we're doing this or we're going on this road trip. And they just, it's awesome to see those pictures because for the two of them, man, that's their quality time. That's, Mm -hmm. that's what they get into and they do together. And and it's really cool to, to see. I'm like, wow, that is awesome. 
It's something I would never think of, right? But but even in those cases, because you know they get out there, you know, way the heck out there and things happen and you got to lean on each other mm-hmm. in those moments. Are you are you creating space where the two of you might have to lean on one another and really just build up that that quality time strength? Something Something you just said there, though, that just hit me was when we do lean on each other and you could be in a place right now where maybe there's been some broken trust, there's mm. been some hurts, maybe there's some unforgiveness going on. You know, when you have to rely on your spouse again, truly begin to rely on them, what can begin to shift in you and in them? And I think so many times we try to look at marriage from this logical standpoint and okay, if I do this, this, and this, if I, if I can control this, or if I just, if I just go down these steps, it's all going to work. And maybe right now for some of you, you just need to lean into each other in a way that you haven't before to rebuild and to strengthen that trust. Maybe it is getting out on a dance floor and knowing that the two of you are going to be there for one another, even if you misstep on one another, maybe if you are stepping on one another's toes, but it brings out that maybe some laughter and some fun and knowing that you have each other's back Mm -hmm. in this moment. And that can be tough and it can be difficult. I'm not saying it's just like, oh, well, just go do. No, there's a step of faith that needs to happen for you guys to get there. And Mm -hmm. are you willing to do it. Yeah. Wow. That's really good. Yeah. And another consideration in all of this is, you know, what gets you excited about spending time together? Like if you think back to when you were dating, just pause for a second. For some of you, that has been decades. It's okay. Just take a second, go back there. When you were dating and you knew you were going to spend time together, there was an excitement. There was like a, oh my gosh, Like he and I are going to go do this. She and I are going to like, I can't wait till she sees this and what we're going to do. There was this excitement, this anticipation. And for a lot of us, and and Tony and I have had this experience ourselves too. It can just kind of become routine. Mundane. You know, I I, I think mundane. Mundane, routine, routine, ordinary. We, you know, and so, so you've purposely got to go find those things that are going to get you excited Mm -hmm. about spending time together, right? What are those things that, like our daughter recently went ziplining and after Tony's like, why haven't we gone ziplining? And I'm like, I don't know. A really good question. Probably because every time we ask our kids if they want to go, they say, I don't want to go, but clearly they want to go with other people. But we talked about doing it ourselves, right? Like when Tony and I were hiking all the time, I mean, some of the vistas that we would see, I, I can't tell you how many times Tony and I would come around, you know, or reach a summit or come around, you know, a corner and, and just see this incredible vista. And how many times we would say, you know what? So few people have actually seen this. So no, like when was the last time that somebody saw this view? Mm-hmm. And, and I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if it's, you know, how the two of you assemble a dish or, you know, that you're going to eat for dinner, you know, maybe the cooking with love um, recipe in the position post, or maybe it's, you know, the concert that you're going to where it's just, you know, it feels like it's just the two of you sitting out under the stars listening to a, a you know, a string quartet or, you know, it's whatever you do. Maybe it's just sitting in your, about around your fire pit in the backyard. But I want you to know that if it's been too long, or you've just been too busy, you've actually got to make the choice to start exploring life together, to start spending time together. I, I want you to know. And not just time, quality time. Quality time. Because th- there's three components mm-hmm. to that. And knowing that you guys are both going into it, wow, what can come out of it? Mm-hmm. 
Because, and I, I, this is, this might be a little bit of Lisa soapbox, but I just want you to know, you've got to stop using this excuse that you're not compatible or you just don't like doing something like, like just stop. Cause that will only serve to put up walls between the two of you. And I'm just going to say, get up, put on your big boy or your big girl pants and try something new that your spouse wants to try. Spend time with them in a way that you haven't spent time with them before. Get into it. You don't have to do it all the time. But what if this was the one time that you gave them the undivided attention, trying something that maybe you feel really uncomfortable with or didn't really want to do, but you gave it 100% undivided attention for the sole purpose of strengthening the relationship? What if this was the one thing that shifted everything in your marriage? Yeah. And you know what? As you head into this week and you just think about this word quality time, take a moment, write down what does it mean to you? What does it look like when we gave you the three components of quality time, which one of those really like jumps out at you and goes, that's what it means for me. And then share that with your spouse. That's it this week, because I think if you two stop having these expectations in your head of what that word really means and what you're going to do, you're going to be on the same page and you are going to be able to experience the quality time that you both truly desire. So go out there, go do that this week and go have some quality time with one another. You guys enjoy yourselves. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.